Hello, 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 entrepreneurs from all around the world. My name is Mikkel, and this is Just Business As Usual podcast. Today, we have an amazing, an amazing entrepreneur who's ready to share her entrepreneurial story. She's ready to share her startup story. Jane is a fitness instructor based out of Edmonton, Alberta. That's in Canada. She is CEO of a fitness company called Aligned Athletes Inc. And this is a faith-based fitness industry, a fitness business. We want to find out from her today, her startup story. We want to find out what it is that got her started in her business. But before we start to connect with her, are you an entrepreneur that is ready to share your business story, that is ready to share your startup story? Definitely, definitely don't hesitate. Reach out to me and send me an email and let me know if you're ready to be a guest here on the podcast. Here on um, my uh, Facebook and Instagram, I posted a question based on um, a massage competition that I was in two months ago. And so there are three questions that I'm asking today that you're going to be answering on that post. And the questions are, which massage technique is commonly used in a massage competition? Two, what are the judges judging for? Is it draping? And that's a true or false question. And then what is the name of the world's largest massage competition? So yes, this podcast is geared toward wellness, fitness, and health industry entrepreneurs. If that is you, please, 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 please head over to our social media platforms and definitely answer those questions. So today we have an amazing entrepreneur. We have Jane here with me. Um, she's Hi. here to share her entrepreneurial story and um, there were three things that came to mind about the pillars, and, and she's going to be sharing with us um, a little bit about that as well. And if you're anybody that is even interested in, in joining or starting your fitness journey, definitely, this is the lady you want to reach out to. This is the person you want to connect with, right? So Jane, tell me a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast today. I'm super excited to be here and honored, of course. Um, a little bit about myself. I'm going to try to sum this up very, <laughs> very briefly because I'm very much a long-winded person. Um, but yes, my name is Jane Bryan. I am the uh, founder and lead trainer at Aligned Athletes, Inc. Um, 2019 was when we launched this company and we keep on going from glory to glory by the grace of God. Um, I am married, been married for just about two years now. Um, and I have a stepdaughter and um, I am a child of God and I am just humbled to be used in the capacity that he's allowing me to be used in, which is in the fitness industry and ultimately as an entrepreneur. Yeah, so let's start off from, from your faith. So I see that your business um, is based from fitness and faith. So tell yes. me, how does that, how does that work? Um, ultimately, it's a mix of the two. 
Um, mm -hmm. When I received the, I guess, the instruction to go forward with this part of my journey, um, I didn't even understand it myself. I heard faith and fitness and I was like, Lord, what does that mean? And I literally over the years have been learning more and more and more about what that means. Um, you know, to sum it up, it's ultimately a mix between a business and a form of ministry. And it's, okay. it's a bringing okay. two together into one. So it's being able to introduce people to the idea of including Jesus into your fitness journey. A lot of people, including Christians, have never considered even doing that, never considered that God would care about their fitness journey. Yeah, <laughs> never considered asking God in prayer. You know, I've come across so many people, so many women that are like, I never even considered asking God to help me. I didn't think to do that, right? But God cares about every single aspect of your lives and our health is a big part of our life. Right. Yeah. In order, whatever God has called us to do, we have to ensure that our health is in, intact. So it's really about bringing the faith and letting that be the center of every aspect of your life, including your health and fitness journey. Wow. Wow. I think even for me as, as a child of God, I, I, I think I thought I had it. I'm like, I could do this. Yeah. I know how to do this. I can get my body <laughs> together. Even me. Me as well, right? Oh. So it's been a really interesting journey even for myself to like, you know, I guess humble myself and submit myself to God in this area when I had already had quote unquote success in this yeah. area, but realizing yeah. that that wasn't really success because anything without Jesus is not success, right? So um, it has been a, an amazing journey, but I'm really excited about what I'm even learning and it, the exciting thing about it and why I get, I get so passionate about it is because I'm on it too. I'm on the journey too. I'm learning as I go. And then as I receive revelation, as I receive new understanding, I get so excited because I'm a teacher by nature. So I get excited to teach others what God has taught me and, and then as well to learn through others as well and what God is using me to do in, in the lives of others as well. So it's really interesting. So before we dive into those questions that I sent, um, you also talked about being a teacher by nature. What does that even mean? Yeah, I mean, I think that if you have an understanding of what the fivefold fivefold offices are, um, you know, I've learned this at church and our pastor has taught on it many times. And it's basically, um, you know, the fivefold offices include an apostle, a prophet, an evangelist, um, a pastor and a teacher. And okay. I learned quite a few years ago that I had certain traits, but I didn't understand why I was the way I was. Um, I didn't understand why I was so long-winded. I didn't understand why I got so excited to learn something and then teach somebody. I didn't understand why I had these certain traits. And then when we had learned about these fivefold offices, it, it just made so much sense. I was like, that's why I'm like this. So, and, and like, it made you understand why certain people, like it just put things together. Like it made so much sense. And it made me understand my calling a lot more, why I was called, why I am the way I am. Like my identity aligns with that aspect of my life that I am indeed a teacher. So I instruct. So it's interesting that I'm in the fitness industry as an instructor, as an impersonal trainer, and I'm constantly receiving revelation through his word, through through any means that he allows, and then I teach it to others. So that's what I mean by I'm a teacher by nature. Okay. Okay. So let's go into these questions. We're talking about your entrepreneurial journey. 
Um, I want to know how did you even get started in business? How did you even think that um, you should become a fitness instructor, first of all? Well, to be honest, it wasn't something I wanted to do. It was something I was, when I got the word, I was actually running away from it. I didn't want to do it. I wanted to do something completely different. And um, it's funny, uh, a couple of ladies from church just approached me on Sunday after church and they were asking me questions about it. Like, how did you get into it? How do you know this was your calling? Oh, you, you're so good at this. I'm like, huh, you don't know the journey. Like where I started was ultimately prior to even, um, coming to Christ, because I, I gave my life to Christ in 2016. So prior to that, I was into fitness. I was, um, I'll trace it back to 2011. Around that oh. time, I was in oh, school. Wow. Yeah, this was a long time ago. And I was in school at the time. And in my first year of school, I was just eating and studying and eating and studying and eating and studying. And it got to the point where I'd gained some weight because all you do when you're in school is, at least is what I did, was eat and study. And that's it. So, um, you know, by the time I got to my practicum year, um, I, I moved to Red Deer, Alberta and to do my practicum to work in the hospital. And um, I, oh yeah. <laughs> so I moved to Red Deer for 10 months to do my practicum in the hospital there. And um, I was like, what is in Red Deer? What am I supposed to do in Red Deer? And then, so I, I you know, I took it upon myself. Yeah, so I <laughs> We haven't talked about this part, but I took it upon myself to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm just going to work out. You know, I haven't, what is, what else is there to do? So I just yeah. went every time I wasn't studying or in school, I was also working as well while I was there. Um, I was just in the gym and I just was working out and I was just like, let me just lose the weight that I, that I gained while I was in my first year of school. Yeah. So then um, over time, people, you know, at, at the gym there started like noticing, you know, I was changing, my body was changing and they're like, you should get into bodybuilding. You have this great base and you should do this. I didn't know anything about it. And, um, you know, there was somebody at, that I knew at the time that was getting into bodybuilding and they're like, yeah, I'm going to do a competition. I was like, okay, I'll do it because people are encouraging me to do it. So you're doing it. I'll do it. So I, you know, went on this whole journey with bodybuilding. That was like the biggest introduction to like, to fitness in a greater capacity. Cause I was working out and I was fit on and off, but I was never as engulfed in it as that journey, you know, required me to be. So then that's where I started, um, you know, getting into bodybuilding for quite a few years. And then I stopped that in 2014 was my last competition that I did. And I didn't know Christ at this time. However, at that time, you know, I really had an interesting um, experience with bodybuilding. And I, I, I thought that that was my calling to be in bodybuilding and do competitions because I was passionate about fitness, but it wasn't that aspect that God was going to use. I didn't even know God at the time, but looking back, I'm like, I understand that the competition and that bodybuilding lifestyle and, and being in competitions was not the aspect of fitness that God was going to use for his glory. So, um, it, you know, I was actually ran away from the gym for a while and I gained weight. And I just, because of what I experienced in that world, I didn't want to do, and I didn't want anything to do with fitness for a while. Really? And then I got saved in 2016 and then I was led to Cornerstone Christian Church of God, where, which is where I attend right now. I've been there since 2017. And it was then that I found out that 
God was calling me to do fitness. I thought it was just an assignment. I mean, you could call it an assignment. I thought it was a short-term situation and it wasn't that. And then he introduced me to my mentor in fitness. And to answer your question that, I started to give that long background story, but that's how I met my, met my mentor in fitness through church. Um, and then he had already had his own fitness business. So he kind of directed me on how to get started, how to get certified um, as a fitness group instructor. And then I got my certification in, in other things like um, a personal training, um, strength and conditioning trainer and other things like that and helped me to kind of build my business. So I was literally like walking blindly through this thing and just being helped by the person that God sent to, to assist me. So it's not crazy to say that some people, although, you know, we may have so many people around us, it's good to have a mentor, hey, to help guide you um, in whatever industry that you may be in. Yeah, 100%. Um, because even with the mentor, I was still like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to do what I think I'm supposed to be doing. And so I can't even imagine if God hadn't sent, you know, my mentor to assist me where I would be because... You just, you know, you could just be looking at other people and try to copy what they do because you have no idea what you do. I didn't go to business school. I didn't, I didn't, I don't, I don't really know. So um, I'm really, really grateful for not only a mentor, but a spirit-filled mentor that understood certain spiritual things and, and was trying to build me up both um, within the business and spiritually so that I could align with what God wanted to do with my business. I think that's a huge part of it as well, because you could have a mentor, but if you're a Christian business and you don't have that aspect, that type of mentorship in, in, in alignment with, you know, the Christian faith, then that will misalign you from what God wants. You know what I'm saying? So that was really, really important for my journey. Because I was just about to ask, you're talking a lot about God and you're talking a lot about faith. You talk about a mentor that is, that is, spiritually led because a lot of the audience may not be or have an understanding about Christ. They may not have an understanding about any aspect of spirituality. Um, so just give you a little bit more detail for, for, for listeners who really don't know how a spiritual led mentor assisted you. Because if we look into the world, we see that people run businesses without they don't run a business with Christ. Mm -hmm. Just like they don't, they go into fitness without Christ. Uh, so how how was that different for you? Um, being in fitness before without Christ, and then being in fitness with Christ. What are the the core things that you think you took from from those two things mm. that were drastically separate? Uh, it was definitely different. Um, I would say that it's because I'm still in the journey right now. So yeah. I think the biggest differences were, like I've had experiences where I'm like, I feel like it was easier for my personal fitness journey when I was not in Christ. Like it felt like once I was in Christ, it, things were harder. Does that make sense? I know yeah. that that doesn't, you, we, we don't want to hear that, but it felt like that's what it was like, right? Okay. And I feel like what God does, because recognize that when I, first started, I was like pretty much a baby in Christ. So we're talking about five plus years ago, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so you have to think about the spiritual growth since then has been exponential, right? So it's hard for me to think back about my mindset at that point in time. But 
in being in fitness, not starting a business, because I didn't start the business until I was in Christ, but to be in that fitness industry, your mindset um, was so superficial. Your mm. mindset was so, and it was like, I was never satisfied. So when I talked about how I was struggling with that whole bodybuilder season of my life, it was because mm -hmm. I had no foundation. And that's what was breaking me. It was always like ne nothing was ever enough. You would get results like that, you know, you are amazing. If I look back, I'm like, wow, I was, I was this, I was that. But I remember what my mindset was and it was a complete mess. I was never satisfied. I was always comparing myself to other people. I was a complete mess in my mind, but people would look at me. They're like, oh my God, you're so amazing. You're so inspiring. Da, 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 da. But I was a mess. I was a mess. Right. Did it and have so to do I anything had, with your confidence? Oh, absolutely. Like, I feel like, like I said, it was very superficial. My confidence was superficial because there was no foundation. Right. So that I, I can only imagine where I would have been if I continued on that route without Christ. If, if, if I hadn't gotten saved, where would I have been? What disaster? I don't even know. Like, I am so grateful to God because I know what I was like back then. Nothing was ever enough. There was no, there was nothing was ever satisfactory. There was always more that I wanted. And was, it was like, you could never be satisfied. And it was a destructive um, um, route that I was on. So in comparison in Christ, although I found it challenging to meet perhaps my physical goals okay. in fitness, um, my foundation was like, God had to take me through this this groundbreaking love, rooted in love foundation in myself before he could allow me to start seeing the physical results. And I'm just there right now. I'm just getting there right now. But God had to do some internal work. So imagine being a trainer, being a company, a fitness business owner, and you have all these clients and they're seeing results. And this is great. And I haven't really shared this publicly, but you yourself is struggling. You're struggling with your own physical, getting your own results and wondering why can I get where I need to get? I've been wow. there before. I know what I need to get. But it's like, it's like from my understanding, like I God had to do some work in me because mm -hmm. he wasn't about to let me go down that same destructive path that was fixated on what I looked like and, and finding validation based upon that and based upon the thoughts of others and based upon aesthetics and, and stuff like that. He had to do some work in me first and build a foundation in him. And, and that really, the reason why it's such a blessing, like my personal journey and it aligns with the company that I own is because it's that journey that I'm teaching other people now. The importance uh, of building the foundation first and why it's so important. Why you just don't want to just look at it like, I want to look like this. I want to have this. I want to look like this. Coke bottle. I want this and that. It's, it's, it's so much more to it. Unless you have Jesus at the foundation and at the center of what you're doing, you'll never be satisfied. Nothing will ever be good enough for you. And there will be no, no peace. You can have all the results you want, but there'll be, what is the point of it if Christ isn't in it? And that is what I'm teaching others through this business, through this company rather. Amazing. Amazing. So, so that is you, basically your business story. Yeah. That's my that's, why. Yeah. That's amazing. 
So when did you decide on your branding? Because I know as entrepreneurs, that could be um, kind of tedious and frustrating to find uh, your brand, your style, your colors, um, the look, all these things. So people can identify you and also knowing the niche. So I said a lot. So we're talking about the branding. So how were you able to um, decide on your branding? Um, you know, like I said, it's been um, it's been a journey. Um, I just we just recently did a rebranding, actually. Um, I think it's always I think as a Christian business owner, it's always a matter of trying to align yourself with God. You don't always, God doesn't show you everything and he doesn't say everything at every point in time when you think you want to know it. Because for me, I know I'm a type of person that I want to know A to Z. A to Z. I want to know it all. And God doesn't do things like that. He only reveals so much and then you just keep moving by faith. And it's the same thing in as you run a Christian business. So, I mean, even from the beginning, our name was not Aligned Athletes. Our name was Inner Athletes. And then God changed that name. So, I mean, even consider like I was trying to understand the name he gave me and understand what does that look like? Who am I called to? What? And it's like something I had to learn over time. He didn't actually straight up tell me the answer when I was asked. Mm -hmm. It was more like, as you go, you'll see. As you go, who, who am I? Pay attention. Observation. Pay attention. Who am I sending to you? Who are you appealing to? Like, it was more of an observation. So it, was, it wasn't it was like me just choosing whatever I wanted. It was me trying to be in alignment and trying to understand what God wanted me to do. And it was always like that fight between like, am I doing things the way God wants or am I just looking at other people and just trying to fit into a mold and call it that? Like that was definitely a part of my journey. But um, so to answer your question in terms of branding, like I said, we went off social media for like the past year. We just came back on social media in July and okay. it was initially an instruction. And it was because God wanted to remove me and really put me through an understanding of what I was doing. I think I, I really had to take the time to just, you know, seek him to understand the assignment and where we were going and mm -hmm. to stop looking at everybody else and trying to just get ideas and trying to do that because you know everything's visual everything's social media everything is it became very overwhelming for me and i felt a little bit lost and so it was kind of i was led to take a step back and it was over the last couple of months or so that the lord started speaking okay this is what we're doing this is what we're doing only the last couple months. And then, you know, he started sending people to do the new logo. He started sending people to do, to help me with understand the new branding and how we were going to go about things. So, you know, the really great thing about it was I allowed God to do it instead of trying to force myself to, to think, uh, you know, to make something happen to be like, well, God, we need to do this. Like it was almost like I've in the past run ahead of God. And God is all about times and seasons. So like you can get caught up in always looking at somebody else or somebody in your industry and feel like you need to run and be like, well, I'm seeing them. Like I gotta be working too. But sometimes God's like, you better slow down. Like he did with Joseph. Why do you think Joseph was in prison for years? Because Joseph was ahead of his time. God had to slow him down. So it was like the same thing I, I experienced where I feel as though I was running ahead of God and he was like, you need to slow down sis 
and just rest in me and let me stop trying to go ahead of me. And so now it's like, okay, God, now what? Like it, that season has allowed me to slow down and to try to align myself to more of his timing and to allow him to go before me. And then, then I follow him. I hope that answers your question. Does that make sense? So, so, so in, in resting in Christ, you were able to get answers in terms of branding your business. Yes. Um, and so even for style, instead of looking at others, you were able to connect with Christ and he give you a style to now go along with your journey. Um, and so another question that, that's tied to that as well is also wanting to know um, your niche. Who is your who? Who are we called to? Yeah. And I, and I think, yeah, I kind of spoke a little bit to that earlier in terms of observation, you know, the way I began to recognize who we were called to was who God would send to me. Who were the people that he kept sending? Who were the people that I was called to help? And one thing that I realized so far, because we're expanding, we're growing as a company, but I know myself, uh, as I mentioned, I'm the, the founder, but the lead trainer. And as me as a trainer, I knew that I was called to women. I knew I was called to women. So when people would approach me, now it became clear that I'm like, I'm actually not taking male clients, me personally as a trainer. Now my company, that doesn't mean my company is limited to just women. I just know that for me as a trainer and this at this season of building this business, me as a trainer on my own, I'm called to women. But as we grow, the Lord will send others and then we will expand. And I believe that he will expand that vision. I think the one thing that we need to understand when we're building a business and a company is we need to know God's vision for it. Sometimes he only reveals a piece of it. So that's all you know in that season. But you can't be like, you can't put yourself in a box because God, God can't be put in a box. So you have to be sensitive to when it's a new season to expand the vision, understand where we're going. Okay, for now, I'm called to these people, but the business is growing and the Lord may expand it to a greater vision. So I think you just need to be more sensitive and aware to what God is doing. But for now, I've understood that's my niche. That's who we're called to for this season. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. So how do you determine um, as well uh, who do you who you collaborate with? Is it um, if somebody connects with you, do you then just tell them no, um, check in with Christ? How do you go about um, knowing how to collaborate with, with others? Other fitness instructors, other businesses, how do you know what to do? Um, I think that a lot of it, like here's the thing, I'm probably going to sound like a broken record, but when you have a Christian business, you have to understand that the boss is Christ. He's the, he's the boss of your business. So you should run things to him. <laughs> you shouldn't just try to be figuring out by on yourself, on your own. And it's a learning curve. It's a learning process, right? Um, there are certainly, because you need to understand as a Christian business, you're the light in that industry. So as you begin to rise and shine, 
all kinds of people are going to be attracted to your light. So you can't just take any and every opportunity. Not every opportunity is for you. Not every collaboration is for you. Not every partnership is for you. So I think that you need to be aware of that. And even when opportunities come that seem like it's like what you desire or what perhaps you saw as a vision, that doesn't mean it's you because the enemy will send counterfeits when he kind of can understand that, wait a minute, this is going places. He'll, he can send a counterfeit just like any other part of your life. So I think it's just really important to check in with, with God and, and, and any other spiritual authority over your business to ensure that, okay, wait, is this God? Let me, let me give it some time. Don't be impulsive when it comes to anything include about your, your company and your business, because if it's not, it could be the right person, but the wrong time. You know what I'm saying? It could be the the wrong timing or it could just be like, yes, God is saying this person or maybe just not right now. You know, yeah. I've experienced a lot of things like that. So it's taught me that like to not rush decisions. And if there's any some anybody that's looking for to, you know, give you an opportunity, but there seems like they're rushing you. No, put it down. <laughs> like just set it aside, because if I don't have peace about it, then I'm not going to rush into making that decision. So, and I think- so like, Why do you need to have peace? Sorry? Why do you need to have peace? Here's the thing. If we can go to God and we don't get an answer right away about it, there's because God speaks to us in a number of ways. Yeah. Sometimes he won't say it. Sometimes it's just a perception. You'll feel it. And that's what I mean by mm -hmm. peace. If I don't have peace in my spirit, something is off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm that's why I talk, that's why you said- yeah, be sensitive, be sensitive, right? Mm -hmm. Because your spirit is is speaking to you. God speaks to us through our spirit. So if, if you know, if, for those that don't really know Christ and don't understand, it's like, if they call it like, oh, it's like my intuition, something's off, something's off. That's your spirit, right? That and feeling is what people say. It's like that feeling, yeah. Like something, I don't know, it just doesn't feel 100% right. And so yeah. that's what I mean by there's no peace in your spirit okay. to move forward in that decision. So I'd rather wait. But if you can't wait and you still have no peace, I would rather, I, I would say no. Say because no. Because of the reason why you don't have peace. Mm. And that's sometimes why you see uh, some businesses or situations just go left. Yeah, 100%. It's alignment. With God, it's always alignment. And he's all about times and seasons. So there were definitely situations and, and times right before I took my hiatus from like social media and stuff like that, I know looking back, I ran ahead of God. I ran ahead because I'm like, ah, oh, I feel like I need to do something. And I just ran. And now looking back, I'm like, that wasn't God. I know that's something we could perhaps do, but God's like, it's not now. I ran ahead of him. And so that's mm -hmm. why, you know, it didn't, turn out this way I expected it to, you know? It's like I was trying to force God's hand. But God, I'm doing this for you. How come it's not prospering? Uh, he did not tell me to do that. And it doesn't mean uh, that it was a bad thing, uh, but it's just not time for that yet. Mm -hmm. And I tried to force it. I know that I was not operating under his grace because there was stress. There was, there was uncertainty. There were so many things that I was like, this is not God. But I, I, I went ahead anyways, right? And expect those things because it's a part of the journey. Okay. Okay. Entrepreneurs, you're hearing it. 
put God first when it comes to running every aspect of your business. Because I also want to find out from Jean with um, posting and recording um, and keeping, because we still need to keep up with social media just so you can connect with your community um, and share what it is that you actually do. So how do you go about doing that as you are actually the, the lead that you're kind of wearing many hats and you're doing a lot of things? How do you manage all of that? Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, when you start off as a business owner, you're on your own, <laughs> yeah. per se, right? You you do everything. You do the admin. You do the consultations. You do the emails. You do the the filming. You do the editing. You do the posting. Unless you can afford to, to def, uh, you know, defer some of those things or, or delegate, rather, those things to other people. Unless you have other people that are already available and able to do those things for you, you really start off and you're like a one-woman show. Right. And so understanding that you're not there forever, you know, um, if the resources come and you're able to able to begin to delegate certain things, then yes, or able to begin to implement certain systems. I think that's the best way to do it, because as a one woman show, you cannot do everything. So you're going to if you don't if you're not at the stage where you can begin to delegate to anybody else. I think the best thing you can do in the beginning is to systemize your your business. You gotta assist, you gotta use technology. You gotta use the things that are available to you to make it easier on you. Because if it's just you, there of course there's the grace of God, but we gotta, we gotta understand the systems and use wisdom to implement these things. Because if God's telling you to do these things, there are you you have you can't just be like, oh God, send an angel to do it for me. You can't do that. You have to apply <laughs> wisdom. Right. And so there are technologies, there are things out there. There are, there are, there are books. There are so many resources that God is expecting us, whether we're Christian or not, you know what I'm saying? You need to understand that there are resources available for you to learn things. There are so many resources out there that will teach you how to automate your business, how to simplify your business so you can focus on certain things because you can't scale if you're at that one position. Like there, you, there's, it's impossible. You know yes. what I'm saying? So when you start, you have to learn how to systemize your business so that you have a system every day. You know what? You have to be organized. You have to be diligent. Like it's not easy. I feel like these days that, you know, being an entrepreneur is so glamorized, but it's so hard. There's, it's a lot of work. It's a it's lot of work. work. Oh my God. And so if you don't have discipline, if you don't have the diligence, if you don't have the systems, you don't have the wisdom to implement and you're not doing what you ought to be doing, you're just going to be frustrated. You're going to be like, yeah. how come these people, it seems like it looks so easy to them. It's not. They just set up systems to make it look easy. It's not easy yeah. though. Yeah. 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 So, so one of the main things, a practical step in being an entrepreneur is creating systems is what you're saying. Absolutely. Um, so now we're going from talking to the entrepreneurs to talking to people that are interested in fitness. Let's talk about those three pillars that, that I initially spoke about um, when I first introduced. Um, so in my introductory thought thoughts, I talked about um, the three pillars um, that I do believe that Jane has her business running on. And one is mindset, two is strategy, and three is support. Am I correct? Oh yeah, that that is absolutely true. Um, 
I think all three are so, so important. Um, and like I said, because it's a journey, don't feel like you're failing if you haven't gotten those three things figured out necessarily. You know what I'm saying? Because you, it's, it's like you learn as you go, right? It's almost mm -hmm. like you fake it till you make it. You know what I'm saying? You, God will cover you with grace to make it look like you got it all going on. But in reality, you're trying to figure out those, the strategy. You're trying to figure out, sorry, what were the three that you mentioned again? What was the first one? Mindset, strategy, mindset. and support. Yes, mindset, strategy, and support. And here's the thing. All of those require Christ, okay? You're going to need him for all of those. <laughs> so, like, when it comes to your mindset in the fitness industry, something we have and God uh, had implemented into our business and our services that we offer is mindset coaching. Because like right. I had shared my story before, I'd done it. I've done the work. I, I was doing the thing. I got the physical results, but my mind was mess. What's the point? If you don't have peace in, with your, within yourself, you're, you're, you're leading yourself to a place of destruction. So unless your mind is right, it affects so much of your fitness journey. A lot of fitness is mindset in your mind, right? So mindset is huge. Then the strategy. One thing I always encourage my clients is divine strategy. And I'm going to take it back to the Lord because here's the thing. God created us all and we're all individuals. Like we're all different in so many ways. The way our bodies are, the way our bodies are shaped, the way they run, the, you know, the kind of food sensitivities that one person has versus another. We're so different. So you can't approach fitness as a cookie cutter situation. You can't approach it and be like, this is the only way to do it. You yeah, want yeah. these results, do it only this way. It's not like yeah. that. And yeah. so, you know, I always talk about divine strategy. The Holy Spirit can be your personal trainer. I, I've said this before on my stories on Instagram before, because in my personal fitness journey, I share that a lot on my stories. And I'm like, wow, one day the Holy Spirit will just give me a divine strategy. And he's like, today, do this. Today, switch it up. Do this. It's mm -hmm. strategy. It's strategy. Yeah. It's something that we have to rely on the Holy Spirit for. It's something we can tap into. We have access, but if we're not taking advantage of it, then whose loss is it, right? So, so that's I don't think that if these three things could be taken, sorry, into fitness and into your entrepreneurial journey. 100%, it all aligns. Because exactly what you're saying. Yes. You can literally just take it for each thing. Yep, everything aligns and that's, I mean, like, it's so funny that the Lord gave, uh, gave us that business name, but mm -hmm. that's it. it that's the name. That's why it's aligned. When it comes to the things of God, we need to be aligned with him. Right. And so, like I said, the way the Lord is making me to understand what faith and fitness is, it's being an alignment with him. And so if you can take that aspect of your life, fitness, and you can put yourself, put Christ in the center of it, he will align things, not only in your fitness, but every aspect of your life. That's what he's trying to do. You know what I'm saying? In the fitness industry, once you realize that you're in alignment in that area, and then you're like, wow, this is a part of my life that was such a mess. And now all of, all of a sudden I've got this, like, I feel like aligned. Then I it's like, well, why, why can't I align every aspect of my life with the same way? It's a system. It becomes a system now. 
you've done it in the area of your health and fitness. You've aligned yourself. You've gotten the results. Your mind is at rest. You have all of these amazing results. Your mind, like everything. So now Christ is like, now do it in this area of your life. Now do it in your relationships. Now do it in your mm -hmm. marriage. Now do it in your in your company. Do it in your home. You understand? So that's that's how that ministry and business, that's what that's what faith and fitness is. It's aligning, it's understanding the alignment that's necessary in this area and then uh, 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 repurposing it in other areas of your life. So let's talk a little bit about the, the third pillar, which I was talking about as support. And how does that look in your business? Accountability. Accountability. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Accountability. And like speaking, you know, from a position as a personal trainer, a lot of my clients, what is their challenge? Accountability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I need to do this. I know I need to do this, but sometimes I don't feel like it. Maybe I don't have the discipline. Maybe I don't have diligence. I need accountability, you know, and yeah. it's, it's a matter of recognizing that you need it. It's very powerful. That's why the fitness industry, you know, requires personal. That's why personal trainers are necessary. There are people out there yeah. that oh, what they just need is accountability. They can lift weights. They know they have the form, they have everything, but they're not doing it because they need to somebody to be accountable to. So if you're not accountable to somebody, you're less likely to do what you ought to be doing. So that accountability aligns in the business realm as well. In your fitness journey, absolutely. You're going to need it. There's only so far you can go on your own. But in business, you can't go that far without somebody else. You're, you, it's impossible. You need to be accountable to somebody if you want to get results in any area. You need accountability. I want to find out from you, um, what are your thoughts when it comes to, I want to say, I, I'm going to use myself as the example. People like me that may know the body, may know anatomy, may know what I think I want to do for workouts. And I think I know how to do it. But what would you recommend someone like me who, and I don't have a fitness instructor, it, is it um, straight across the board? Everybody should have a fitness instructor. What are your thoughts? Um, not necessarily, um, you know, because what I think the best thing to do, because everybody is different. So like, you know, this kind of takes me to like my consultation assessment, initial meeting with clients. You know, uh, it's my job to ask the right questions because when I ask certain questions, I'm going to get answers back that will help me to understand what is, what's hindering you from achieving what you desire, right? Mm -hmm. So I have to figure those things out by asking the right questions, right? So like I said, none of, nothing about fitness is cookie cutter. You have, everybody's different. Everybody's struggle is different. And it's like, mm -hmm. you're the detective. You have to figure out what's missing. It's something they can't see in themselves. So you have to identify what the issue is. And then you assign, um, you know, you provide a solution. You know what I'm saying? They're coming to you with a problem. So if you're mm -hmm. coming to me saying that, like, I know I ought to move. Like I work in this industry. I understand anatomy. I understand these things. I know what I ought to be doing, but I'm not getting results. What am I doing wrong? Well, I would say, okay, well, how often are you working out and what are you doing? What are, what exactly are your goals? Actually, that's the first thing I'll say. 
I want them to define their goals. I want to know exactly what you want. Don't tell me you just want to lose weight. I want to know, like, do you even know what you want? Because a lot of times people come and they don't know what they want. If you don't know what you want, if you can't be specific with me, what you want, then guess what? I can't give you a solution. The reason why you're not getting results is because you don't even know what results you want. Right. So that's why I'm always like, okay, you said in your, you know, cause we have a pre-consultation form, you know, systems to, to save time. I review it. So when I meet you, I'm like, okay, this is what you said, but can you elaborate? Like, what exactly do you want? It's not very clear. And so yeah. sometimes our consultations end with me saying, okay, get back to me when you know exactly what you want. Cause I can't help you if you don't know what you want. Right. So I think that that's the biggest piece. You're going to get a random result if you don't even know what you're looking for. I never thought about that. Hey, so if you are interested to start your fitness journey, the first thing that you you're saying that we need to do is know what our our intention is, what our goal is. What, what, is, it, what, what is, is it you desire? You'd yeah. be surprised how many people don't know. They just say, I want to lose weight. Ah, okay. But let's go deeper. Like, what exactly do you want? If if it was like, you know, in a perfect world, what would your desire be? Like, let's get deeper, you know? And so once they define those goals, then I can begin to understand, okay, now why haven't you done it yet? What's the problem? Is it like, are you new to fitness? Have you just, you haven't gotten into fitness or you're, you've been active? Okay, well, what is... What is it that you're doing wrong? Are you just doing the, the wrong things? Are you eating the wrong things? Is that the issue? Like we have to identify the issue now. Now it's the problem. See, see right. now we know what you desire. What have you been doing that you haven't gotten the results? Okay, that way I can know. Now I can bring a solution. So now so sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, the problem food. is, sorry. So, I'm sorry, no, I said you talked because I didn't want you to go too far, but um, you talked about eating. So yeah. how does that tie into fitness oh my gosh eating is like 80 percent of the battle it's more than than the fitness and i and i'm and i'm speaking about like certain results like say for example somebody's on a fat loss journey right yeah. a lot of my clients mm -hmm. they're like well i want to lose fat and i want to be toned and i'm like okay so you want to build muscle that's what that means right i want to i want to have be toned they want they want muscle right mm -hmm. and um they're not realizing you know even people that have been in the gym forever they've been working out but they're not seeing any change I see people at the gym and I've been, they've been there for 10 plus years and their body ain't changed one bit. Now, I don't know what their goal is. Maybe they just want, you know, to maintain their current, you know, where they at. Maybe they just want it for health reasons. They, they're like, okay, my doctor says I just have to be, you know, active. And maybe that's all they want. I don't know what their, their goal is. But if your goal is to have a certain physique and you have not, like you've been consistently in the gym for years and your body hasn't changed, something's wrong. Right. And there's so many. That's why you have to ask questions. Now, nutrition plays a huge role. And I can speak this about myself because we talked about divine strategy. It wasn't until recently that the Lord gave me divine strategy. I switched a couple of things in my diet and now I'm seeing what I want to see. I've been and, and that's me. That's a personal trainer, somebody that's active six days a week. You know what I'm saying? Six but the days more, a week. Six days a week. But that's what I, I'm. I'm I, I'm, a, I'm active, like I'm a trainer. This is what I do regularly. So it's different for me that's very active versus somebody that doesn't really work out. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when it comes to nutrition, that is the actual key. The key to changing the body 
and changing the body composition and depending on whatever your goals are, like I'll use my example from before, you're trying to build muscle, you're trying to get lean, you're trying to, you know, use all these buzzwords within the industry. The key is your nutrition. Are you fueling your body according to your goals? Are you, ah. are you lifting weights and doing all these things, but then your recovery after you train, your body needs to recover. Nutrition is a part of that recovery. So when we say recovery, yes, stretching, massage, all of these recovery things. But nutrition yeah. is a huge part of your recovery. Your nutrition should align with what you desire. If you're trying to build muscle, you got to feed your muscles the right foods. Or else you're telling your body, you're just feeding your body with junk. Your, your muscles don't respond to the junk. They need lean, pro like you need lean proteins. You need, you need fiber. You need, you need all these things. Your body needs these things to run optimally. You say you want to be like an athlete. Athletes need optimal nutrition to act, yes. the, to, to perform. So nutrition is yes. huge. It's the biggest part of it. And it's so crazy how we do things, we as in people in general, we don't get the results we want, but we keep doing the same thing anyway. Yeah. That, that's just, that's just berserk. So now you're saying on your fitness journey, if you're not seeing results, it's probably what you're intaking. It could be a number of things, right? Um, it's most likely your nutrition, which yeah. is why, you know, if I'm consulting somebody, I'll be like, hey, tell me a day in the life. What does your eating look like? You know, I sit then, down on the couch and I eat cookies, yeah. cake, ice All cream. Days. Sometimes a lot of actually, to believe it or not, a lot of people are like, well, I don't eat all day and then I just eat or I just been like, I, I don't understand why I'm gaining weight. Like I only eat once a day. Yeah. And so, I, so I educate them. I'm like, this is why. And I educate them on their body and how their body, you know, how, how metabolism and all of those things because it's biological. Yeah. So once you understand those things, you'll understand why. Now you understand why. Right. And like I said, I'm a teacher. So I'm like, okay, I, I find the explain. problem. I assess, I ask questions, find this. I'm like, that's why I'm like, okay. And then I just tell them, this is why. So this is, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to, <laughs> this is your strategy based upon what you've shared. Right. So, you know, it really comes down to understanding what you're doing wrong. Cause a lot of people just, they're like, uh, just, I just can't lose weight. No. What are you special? No. So what is so special that you are the only person on earth that you is impossible for you to lose weight? No. Yeah. It's something, there's something there that's wrong. There's something you're doing, or there's something, there's something, right? And it's yeah. it's our job to identify that something and then provide the solution. I love it. I love this conversation. I love this conversation. I love it for many reasons, but I'm gonna take a moment. If you're just logging in, tuning in, um, my name is Mikkel. This is Just Business as Usual. And we have Jane um, from Align Athletes, Inc. She is based in Edmonton, Alberta, but she is not bound to Edmonton, Alberta. <laughs> um, she is. She has a faith-based fitness business. And so she's just giving us some insight on, on how she runs her business, how she assists her clients. And the reason why I'm starting to get so excited is because I feel as if many people that um, connect with me, 
um, would get a lot from this conversation. Um, a lot of my friends and family, you know that I'd be getting on y'all about what you eat, about maintaining your health, um, about exercise, you know, just being a part of the health and wellness industry, the health, you, you have to pay attention to what you're eating and, and you have to be moving. I think after COVID, um, that has done a, something in the minds of many people. They've just become very, very, very complacent, very chill, Netflix and chill kind of people. Mm -hmm. And now um, the people that I've, I'm kind of specifically thinking about is that they're, they're experiencing a lot of sicknesses. They're experiencing a lot of ailments in the body. Um, and some of it stem from these same things, the eating, their diet and their their lifestyle right uh, and so how do you assist your clients because you do um online coaching as well is that correct yes yeah and that's why she is not bound to canada you can be in australia you can be in ireland you can be in brazil you can be in the bahamas um you just need internet access um, and she would yeah. be able to assist and so now when we're talking about nutrition and fitness, um, are you assisting your clients with, uh, with a listing of what they should be eating, what they should not be eating? How does that part look? Yeah, I mean, we're working on something very, very exciting for a business. I can't announce what it is yet, but something yeah. that's going to help us to reach more people worldwide. So super excited for that. Um, and uh, Praise the Lord, it will it will launch before the end of this year. But um, and that will be a better way for people to be able to access this information um, and access what we're doing and how we're building as a company and, and a ministry ultimately. But um, when it comes to nutrition or what I um, I was always when it came to the services that we're providing and I was always kind of like seeking God about, okay, like, what does this look like? What kind of services are we going to provide, especially when it comes to nutrition? Because like I said, nutrition's like 80% of it. Like it's so important. And yeah. um, I really was very passionate about my approach. I didn't want, I had, you know, I remember my very first client, you know, she was on keto and she was like, okay, I'm on keto and she was losing weight. I've had clients that done did keto they don't live on keto here's the thing my approach has always been like choose something that you can maintain forever it's not a diet i don't like the idea of diets because diets are like a crash thing diets aren't something that is sustainable unless there are people that let eat like that forever if that's what you could do forever i say go for it but if it's like if it's not something that you're willing to to do for the rest of your life then i don't personally recommend it but i don't force people i also don't give meal plans what i do is educate because i believe that when you learn something you it's up to you to learn your body you have to learn your body yeah. so what i do with a lot of my clients is something that the holy spirit told me to do when i was struggling i was crying to the lord i said you called me to fitness and i can't even get a hold of my own fitness he said do a food journal. I want you to document what you're eating. I want you to see it. I want you to see it every day and then cry to me and you see what you're actually eating and why you feel that way and why you're, why you feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what I've utilized for my clients. 
So what I have them do, I educate them, but it's a process of helping them to learn their own body. And yeah. so that they can recognize, oh yeah, you know what? My body doesn't like dairy. I realize that now. I can't eat dairy. Cause I notice when I eat this, how do I feel? Cause I say, yeah. okay, write down what you eat, when you eat, what, how much you ate. How did you feel after that? I want you yeah. to analyze yourself because your body speaks to you. So when you eat that, how do you feel? You know what? I realize I shouldn't be eating dairy. I just, I can't do it. And that's, that's you. And now like you've learned something. Now I'm no longer struggling with my digestion. Now I'm realizing, you know what? I shouldn't be eating chicken. Me and chicken, it's not it. So now we, okay, like let's find some protein sources for you because you yeah. need protein, right? So it's really about like my approach is, like I said, it's teaching. I want you to learn because it's more sustainable. It promotes sustainability. It promotes actually living this way long-term because yeah. we're meant to be on this earth for how long? We want to live long, but our bodies are constantly changing. So you need to learn your body. You need to learn your own body so that you can get the, not only get the results that you want, but maintain it. Exactly. Exactly. So how do you deal with clients with different sicknesses, diseases, and that sort of thing? Um, you know, that's an interesting question. I wouldn't say that I've dealt with any clients that had sicknesses or diseases. Amen. Um, when it comes to injuries or limitations, um, that's something that we assess initially during a consultation or sorry, not, excuse me, not during a consultation, but during our first meeting. I typically, you know, do certain physical assessments to see, okay, are there limitations here? Yeah. What is, what is hindering? Are there pain, like in, you know, our consultation form, for example, uh, do you have any pre-existing injuries? Is there some places, some people are like, oh, I have bad knees. Okay, well, what's the situation? Like some people do list some things that they their enemy has struggled with before. And it's like, okay, it's based on this. Like I get a detailed explanation about that. Are they going to a doctor? Are they on medication? What's happening? Like I need to unpack that. I can't ignore those things because exactly. it's going to impact how I can help you or if I can. Some people I had to refer them to somebody else because I'm like, I can't help you with that. That's honest. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm not trying to reach somebody that I'm not meant to help in this area. I, mm -hmm. If I can't help you, then what's the point of us working together? I'm not called to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's a matter of me assessing those things and ensuring we're good fit. That's what consultations are about. And don't worry. It's not like a breakup. It's yeah. okay. It's yeah. okay if it doesn't work. Like this isn't the person, but you're going to find somebody else who, who is possible. I might even you. recommend somebody else to you. You know right. what I mean? Because I'm, I know I'm not called to everybody. And like I said, when we talked about niche and branding, I know who, like, I know the people that got a sent. Typically, sometimes the enemy yeah. sends people, <laughs> but we sure know that. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's just being okay. Like, I think it's having confidence in who you are and what you're doing, like understanding who you actually are and what your calling is and, and, and recognizing that you're not called to everybody. Why do you think there's so many different personal trainers out there? Why there's other people in your industry that are not you they're there for a reason. Cause you're not called to the people they're called to. So it's not a fight. <laughs> exactly. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like you're called to who you're called to. So it's a matter of like being confident in that and knowing if God called me to this, then there are people that I'm called to help in this area. And if you're not called to me, I will direct you to somebody else. 
there is a Bahamian um, chef. Uh, she, when she uh, bakes, cooks, whatever it is that she does for her clients, and she sends their food over, um, delivered to them, she um, has a stamp that she puts on on their on their um, whatever it is that they ordered, and it has a scripture verse. And she posted the other day that um, there were people that didn't want the stamp. They didn't want her to put it on on their product. Mm. Um, and so for me, it was interesting because I'm just like, hmm. So her response to that, because like I said, she posted it. And she was like, the thing is, people may not want God, but it is God all up in your food. Because <laughs> I'm worshiping. <laughs> I'm worshiping while I'm cooking. I'm yeah. worshiping and praying while I'm creating whatever it is that I'm creating for you. And yeah. when she posted that, I was like, that one that is That's bold, that is confidence yeah. in who you are. Yeah. It's confidence in your business and yeah. it's confidence in Christ. Because yeah. now you're not afraid to say, okay, if you don't want to come back because I am in Christ. That's okay. Cause this is what we're doing. <laughs> I'm okay with you walking yeah. away. hundred percent. That's like a few a few days ago. I had a client and I play worship music when I massage, and she was so rattled and irritated. And mm -hmm. I told her, I was like, "It's okay. We have a lot of other therapists here. You can go to someone else." I love that. Yeah, hundred percent. It's okay. Hundred percent. And you're not gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I love that so much. Like you said, it's that confidence that you have in, in knowing that, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like as a business owner at first, you're just, you're almost like afraid, right? Yeah. And it's like, oh, I have to appeal to everybody and I have to make sure I'm giving hundred percent customer satisfaction, but you need to, you know, the Bible says treat other people like, like you want to be treated, like love the others, like you love yourself, but it, you know what I'm saying? So are you being true to yourself though? Cause you're not yeah. loving yourself if you're limiting yourself or the business that God has enabled you to do. And so to speak to that example that you shared, for me, something the Lord told me to do was to pray over my clients before we train. I have I not yet. Know. Yeah, I have not yet somebody met somebody that was like, don't pray for me. Oh, I haven't girl, met somebody. If I do, then listen, you I might I don't even I don't even know how that would go. But even in my personal or my group fitness classes, very similar to your massage story, all my all my group fitness classes, you gonna get Jesus in these songs. That's just what it is. I don't play sprinkling all music. up in there. And I actually learned this from my mentor. Yeah. Um. And I I caught that in a revelation from him very early on, and I I, I took that conviction for myself. I was like, I want to do that. And, you know, in being a contractor, working as a contractor for other facilities, there were people that have approached me. There's people that approach me and they're like, yo, can we listen to Drake? I said, not today. I said, I can give you hip hop. You want hip hop? I got Christian hip hop, but we not play no Drake here. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's, it's confidence. Cause you could fall back and, and you could be like, oh, oh my God, I don't want to offend anybody. You know what I'm saying? I've had people in my classes that be like, oh, like, you know, we like top 40. Okay, that's wonderful. I'm glad you love that. I but got if you a top in this class, 40. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you're in this class, and the thing, you know, that I really appreciate about some of the facilities that I contract for, they uh, they understand. I, I'm up front. You're going to get Jesus when I come in your class. Like, yeah. they're going to get it. And yeah. if that's ever a hindrance, I will walk away because I know what I'm called to do. You know what I mean? So um, I really appreciate the facilities that allow me to be who I am. They don't force other things on me they don't because you have they have all the right to do that it's their business it's their it, you know what i'm saying but they they give me that freedom to do what i choose to do to play the music i choose right whether people like it or not and if anybody had would ever say to me that i'm not gonna come i said goodbye because at the end of the day if i can't stand on the confidence in Christ, he's the one that put me here. You didn't put me here. He yeah. did. So I'm <laughs> looking to him. I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at like, okay, who needs to be blessed by this word that's in this song right now? You know what I'm saying? So like I said, I haven't really had a, like really like intimidating situations occur where I was like, you know, afraid to be like, oh, I better not play this. I definitely have had the enemy has attacked me in my mind before yeah. when I was trying to do it, but it didn't stop me from doing what I was going to do, right? So I really believe that as a Christian business owner, you have to make sure that you're not about to uh, conform because the Bible says we should not conform to this world because there will be pressure to do that. Yeah. There will yeah. be pressure, but you yeah. need to be in alignment with God wants because there may be situations where God's like, don't, don't, say that you're don't don't talk about your christian faith yet there might be seasons like that there like we just learned about like if you think about esther because everything has to be backed up by the word of god if you think about esther uh, uh uh mordecai told her don't tell anybody you're a jew yet remember if she would have she would have been killed you exactly. know what I'm so it's also about wisdom and sensitivity to the leading of the spirit if god takes you to a place or takes your business to a place he's like don't don't talk about your faith yet you know what i'm saying you have to make sure that's holy ghost first because <laughs> the devil will say the same thing so you have to make sure you know what I'm saying? You have to make sure you have to be sensitive like sometimes god will be like don't say anything yet until i get you to this level then turn up the heat <laughs> you know what i'm saying you have to be sensitive you can't just, you know what I'm saying? So it comes back to alignment. It comes back to allowing yourself to be led instead of assuming everything because yeah. um, that's what it is. It's, and it's a process. So don't expect to be perfect because God ain't, God ain't expecting you to be perfect. He knows, you know what I'm saying? But just recognize that you're going, he's, you got to take him with you. You can't expect to win in this, in, in any industry God placed you in unless you're in, you're under authority. You're under his authority, meaning he leads you. He tells you what to do and what not to do. Yes. That's the only way to win with Jesus. That's the only way to win in this business. Okay, so before we end, I, I want you to talk about specifically the classes that you teach. Um, you, um, do you have hit classes? Uh, tell us a little bit about, about your classes um, and if people want to find you, where they can find you. Absolutely. We are actually launching some new classes. 
Um, I'm having, I'm hosting a pop-up shop. I'm literally just in works of confirming a couple of things, which is why it hasn't yet to be announced. But if you follow me on any of my social media, we're on Instagram at Aligned Athletes Inc. We're also on Facebook at Aligned Athletes Inc. And, um, you know, one thing we're going to be uh, announcing shortly is our pop-up fitness class, where we're introducing a lot of our um, in-person fitness classes that we're going to be having here in Edmonton. Um, we haven't yet launched the virtual things that we're launching, but like I said, we have something that's coming for all you virtual people so you can attend those kind of classes. Yes. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, the, one of the classes uh, that the Holy Spirit led me to create is Holy Spirit Flow. And it really gives an alternative and an option for, because there's so many Christians that were engaging in yoga and they saw all of the great things that they experienced in their body from a flow type of stretching, mobility type of um, exercise, because there's different types of exercise, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so many Christians were doing yoga and not understanding the spiritual implications of it. And so I believe that that's one of the reasons why the Lord led me to create Holy Spirit Flow. It's a flow-centered class, but the center is the Holy Ghost. You understand what I'm saying? So um, we're introducing that. Yes. And we're interested to see that because we understand, like I was teaching it for so long at one of the facilities. And then until the Lord opened it up and he's like this, you're going to start teaching it under aligned rather than through contracting opportunities. I wasn't, I was teaching it, but I wasn't calling it Holy Spirit flow because of the facilities I was teaching through. And I would, but I was granted to do that. Remember the last point I said, right? So yeah. I was teaching it, but it was, it was called a different, I can't remember even what it was called, but I was, that was Holy Spirit flow that I was teaching. They didn't know they were falling into the anointing. They didn't know. And there were testimonies from it. People were saying, oh, all of a sudden my back pain is gone. Ah, they were being healed in class because it's the Holy Spirit that's Talk about it. me. About it. So yeah. we've, we've got a, 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 an alternative to yoga. Holy Spirit flow is launching soon. So stay tuned for that. Um, we also have Danceletics. That's a, a dance fitness class that um, I launched in 2020 by the leading of the spirit. So that will be launched as well. We did virtual classes in 2020. Um, I was when there. We'll be doing some of that in person. And then, you know, strength training classes, hit classes, all of that is being um, launched. So we're going to be doing a pop-up uh, fitness class um, in person. July 31st is going to be the date. That's the first time I'm announcing it publicly. And then followed by eight-week session. So we're going to be running from August 7th to the 28th of September, eight-week sessions uh, where we run those classes for the summer. And then we'll do a fall, winter, and so on and so forth. So it's going to be super exciting. And then I believe um, we'll provide some sort of virtual options through something we're launching later this year. So stay tuned. There's a lot going on. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, there's that's a lot. A lot. <laughs> it is always, 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 always so much fun to to hear from you, to connect with you, yes. Jane. Thank you. Um, once again, this is Jane from Aligned Athletes Inc. You can find her on social media under the same name. Definitely, yes. definitely connect. Um, I was a part of her virtual classes during COVID. Um, I do believe that um, it was it was definitely uh, inspiring, helpful for me, um, especially because we weren't able to see people, connect with people like uh, as we normally would. 
So for me, it was it was so, so refreshing to be able to just even connect with people online. And and she has a community as well. Um, I'm not sure what would be required. She will have to let you know about that part um, to be a part of that community. Um, definitely to have accountability so that you can grow, so that you can know what to do. Um, and also so that you can it assist you with your mindset. Um, we've definitely, definitely so um, enjoyed this conversation. Like I said, when it comes to, to health, fitness, nutrition, um, and the body, I am all in it. I'm all for it. Um, so give us a few words before you, before you leave, Jane. Um, so I guess the best thing I can do is, um, just first of all, say thank you so much for having me. It was a thank blessing. I absolutely loved this conversation. As yeah. you know, I could talk forever about it because I'm so passionate about it. So I I really appreciate the opportunity to utilize your use your platform to just kind of talk about what God is doing through me, through the business, and through the company that we're um, continuing to build, the community that we're building as well. Um, what I want to encourage you to do is um, really, if for those of you that, you know, fitness is new to you, maybe this conversation has inspired you to maybe begin to think about your fitness journey. Think about, well, maybe is it possible to include Jesus in this? What does that look like? I don't really know. Um, you know, I really encourage you to just stay connected. There's a reason why you're logged into this particular podcast today. There's a reason why you're listening. And perhaps that's Jesus pulling at your heart and saying, follow me. Um, so, you know, I really encourage you if you're already interested in the fitness aspect, but you want to know a little bit more about what that faith piece looks like, go ahead and follow me. Go ahead and DM me and let's have a conversation. And uh, let's um, perhaps, you know, get you involved in, in your fitness journey or perhaps just teaching you how to bring Christ along on this journey and see how he can transform your life through health and fitness. Amen. So that's, that's really what I encourage you to do. But again, thank you so much for having me today. It was truly a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and thank you for all our listeners, the entrepreneurs out there, the people that are ready to join their fitness journey. You know who to connect with. You know how to connect. So go ahead and do it. Remember to like, subscribe, and share um, on our on our platforms, which is just business as usual. You will find us on all social media platforms. Um, definitely, definitely connect with Jane when you're interested in your fitness journey. And we're going to end here. Thank you so much, Thank Jane, you. for your time.